Hey, it's Stu with Bitcoin and Financial Independence. This is another off-the-cuff episode I'm recording. No, no, it's just a general outline here. Some thoughts I wanted to cover. I recently had an interesting exchange on Facebook with a friend of mine. It kind of left me with a bad taste in my mouth, if I'm being honest. But I wanted to share a few takeaways from this conversation and about how unaware and how ignorant most people are of the traditional financial system and not just Bitcoin which is a new financial system. So it all started with this post from a friend of mine where he asked what the single biggest financial challenge an 18-year-old would face in the next 25 to 30 years. And this post got a ton of responses, and I ended up saying something about the debt spiral and hyperinflation, basically the concepts that Ray Dalio discusses in his books and his YouTube videos where he talks about big debt crises and the changing world order and just dealing with those issues and what that means for currency, what that means for geopolitics, stuff like that. Uh, basically, it means bad things for dollars and currency over time because inflation will probably get worse over time. And I got a response, and all it said was interesting. And then this other guy posted later on, a guy I don't know, and he said the biggest challenge 18-year-olds are going to face in the next 25-plus years is not owning Bitcoin. And so the original poster tagged me in a reply and said we should get dinner together, me and this guy, because obviously we're both into Bitcoin. Even though my response didn't even mention Bitcoin, I guess I was talking about it in a roundabout way with how I think the traditional financial system is going to continue to let people down on a bigger and bigger scale. But anyway, I responded, and my friend has a business uh, that has the word freedom in the title. And I'm not going to disclose what the business is, although some of my listeners may know but the business is essentially a mastermind group that I used to be a part of for a long time. And it really helped me learn quite a bit and get this podcast up and going and just all sorts of different things I learned in that group. So without that mastermind, I probably wouldn't have this podcast. But the whole idea of the business is to help people gain freedom over their lives and have recurring income and do what they love and, and do what matters and stuff like that. So I made this comment about how the original poster has a business that is geared towards giving people freedom, but that Bitcoin can take that freedom to a higher level, and that it's ironic that he doesn't really have an interest in Bitcoin. We've, we've somewhat talked about it over the years, but he doesn't enjoy it. And I just put in the Sailor series and said, like, this is a primer on it. Um, it's really interesting. The Sailor series is great from Robert Breedlove and the What is Money show. That's how my father-in-law got orange-pilled and got into Bitcoin was just learning over time about how humans have harnessed energy and how humans have bartered and traded and economies and civilizations have built and fallen. Super interesting podcast. Um, for the first four episodes, about the first four or five hours, there's hardly even a mention of Bitcoin. It's just mind-blowing historical facts and a timeline of human civilization as far as we know it. And anyway, it's a great series. I'll link that in the show notes. And my friend said, well, I think that you can have that type of freedom in life without Bitcoin. And that he appreciates my passion, but he doesn't own any Bitcoin and, and asks, where does the freedom come from? And my response was that it's not so much like where the freedom comes from from Bitcoin. It's, it's more about how central banks take it away. Um, and we have this illusion of freedom even in America, because we are the most privileged economy. We're the least bad system simply because we have the biggest economy and the world reserve currency in the U.S. dollar. 
So this is what I said is that it's more about what takes away the freedom, which is central banks, the Federal Reserve, normal banks, and fractional reserve lending, and all the debt that is backing our economy and undermining our economy. And all this leads to waste. It leads to consumerism. It leads to low time preference tendencies, meaning impulsive overspending, basically. And it also leads to forever wars because you can't finance wars without printing money in most cases. And I continued on saying that until you put a little effort to study what Bitcoin fixes, you're kind of like a fish not knowing you're surrounded by water. And this comes from a little story by David Foster Wallace in 2005 at a commencement speech. He tells this parable of these two young fish swimming along, and they met an older fish who nods at them and says, Morning, boys. How's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit, and then eventually one of them looks over at the other and says, What the heck is water? Because when you're young and when you're a child, there's so many things that don't make sense until you have some life experience and you've seen and read and learned a few things in the world. Um, and obviously you can fast track this by learning from those that have gone before you. And I'm going to come back to the story, but my friend just said, okay, got it. And I just said something like, you know, be careful if you decide to look at Bitcoin, give it more than just a cursory look because it might change your entire view on how the world works. If you want to learn more, here's a couple of resources. And he just said, I don't care. I don't need to spend time on it and I'm glad you're into it. And this is where I probably pushed a little bit further. And then the other guy whose thread we're commenting on that had said not owning Bitcoin, he finally had responded and started talking about these different things like self-ownership and non-aggression and separation of church and states, separation of money and state, etc. And then we were asked to take this conversation off thread. You know, this is, what, 13 comments deep on a Facebook post that's got over 200 comments at this point. And that bothered me because I was driving engagement for this post. And obviously, my six comment notifications are a drop in the bucket on a post that is getting over 200 comments and a bunch of likes and responses. Um, but no one else probably went as deep. And, you know, he had said at one point he didn't care, but I just kept going a little bit. And then we got off into another topic. And I just kind of thought it was weird. Like, why not? Because sometimes I've seen Facebook threads that I dive deep down into and why not just let it go like are we interested in surface level conversations or are we interested in learning and I guess what bothered me the most was this willful ignorance of something that aligns with this man's values so much that he doesn't even know and yet he wants to remain in the dark so it's confusing to me and it's frustrating to me and it's somewhat similar to what I described in episode 87 orange pilling friends and family how my friend just said you know, they just don't have time to look into it. They don't care to even get $10 of Bitcoin for free just by making another username and password on another site, of which they have hundreds, you know, I'm sure. We all have hundreds of sites that we have an account on and don't log into anymore. Yeah, just the understanding is not there. The interest is not there. And they're ignorant and they either don't have the time to devote to it or they don't want to have the time to devote to it. So it's fine. I know my friend from his mastermind makes well into the six figures and has a paid off house and did the whole Dave Ramsey plan and his business is doing fine. He's very financially privileged, as am I. But I was stunned by the lack of intellectual curiosity from someone I consider to be extremely thoughtful. And not only that, but someone that is so successful and so good with money and that deals with money and helps people make money. Uh, but I think that's also that comfort that they have to where they don't see the the problem. This is where we get back into what is water? 
even like before the days of Isaac Newton, what is gravity? What is what is air? You know, there was no concept back in the dark ages of germs, of microbes, of bacteria, of viruses. There's no concept of this. There is very little understanding. And so when you finally get that first microscope and, or that first telescope and you learn that the earth rotates around the sun and not the other way around, and you learn that there are these microbes crawling around on everything and what can those do? And when you get down to the structure of DNA, all these discoveries over time have brought paradigm shifts to the economy, to science, to technology. But it's like those young fish and those old fish. The old fish had this awareness, but the young fish didn't. The old fish, or you could say the smart fish had the awareness, but the young fish didn't. Bitcoin is kind of the opposite. It's where the Bitcoiners, or the young fish, usually because Demographically, Bitcoin usage really heavily skews towards those that are under the age of 50. And it's kind of the opposite, where we can see the value of the technology and the corruption that's in the traditional system. A lot of people will say about Bitcoin, um, they'll just brush it off and say, ah, I don't, I don't get Bitcoin, I don't understand it. And they've never used it before. But an interesting question to return back to them is to say, okay, how does the dollar work? I mean, what normal average person can explain uh, the Bretton Woods Agreement, Executive Order 6102. Uh, what happened in 1971 when the United States left the gold standard? What happened and caused inflation in the 1970s? And it's once again wreaking havoc, causing inflation today. Why are homes so expensive? How does the Federal Reserve work? How does central banking work? How does fractional reserve lending work? And why is our society so status-driven, have such little self-control, wasteful, materialistic? And why are the products we buy and the food we buy becoming lower and lower quality all the time. These things that I listed are all tied together and it all has to do with corruption of the money. There's books I can recommend about this. I just got one. It's called When Money Dies. Another one on my list is by Jimmy Song and it's called Fiat Ruins Everything. And fiat currency, that's a term that Bitcoiners use a lot and even economists, but a lot of people don't know what it means. It simply means money that is backed by nothing because historically money has been backed by commodities like grain or gold or different things like that. Uh, fiat currency is money that is printed out of thin air. And this is where there's memes and Twitter posts that I see. Uh, but this one meme in particular, it has the squiggly red line. It's all tangled up and it straightens out and turns green. And on the tangled red side, it says, what is money? As it goes over to the straight green size, it says, Bitcoin. And along the way, as the line straightens out, it has this knowledge of physics, philosophy, economics, history, politics, game theory, energy, math, and truth. Bitcoin also teaches us law, finance, human rights, computer science, psychology, and human behavior. There are so many things that it can teach you that it overlap with Bitcoin. And it has taught me so many lessons very powerfully, and I consider it to be a huge blessing, and it's created a huge mindset shift in my life to lower my time preference. What this means is patience, delayed gratification, not getting into the hedonic treadmill, not getting into keeping up with the Joneses, things like that. I was already very much that way, and I am the type of person that tries to go the opposite way of the crowd and go against the grain, and there's a lot of benefits to doing things like that financially because most people are just trying to keep up with other people that are also broke and spending money carelessly. Random tangent there. So what's the takeaway in the end? Uh, it's hard to know. 
I would just say be really careful about how you are trying to orange pill people. I think I pushed too far. This friend had already said that he didn't care. And truthfully, he is set for life in fiat currency and makes a great income and all this stuff. So why should I be pushing so hard on him to learn this stuff? Honestly, the older you are, the less you need Bitcoin, in my opinion, especially those that are in a very strong financial position. So I'd be better off focusing my efforts elsewhere, I think. But he does have a big audience. If he became a Bitcoiner, it could probably do a lot of good for a lot of people, I think. But I should have respected the boundary where he, I could tell that he really didn't want to engage in the conversation and just said stuff like interesting or got it. And I kind of kept pressing. So you got to be smart about things, no matter how frustrating it is. But it is really hard sometimes when you think someone would be super into finance or super into Bitcoin. It reminds me of my little kids. Um, I remember the candy Pop Rocks, how I used to love that as a kid. And trying to get my kids to eat it like they thought it was so strange. You know, there's there's certain things that you know they're going to love it, but they put up a wall and they're like so resistant to this thing. Or, or like even like a pie might seem foreign to a little kid that's never seen a pie, but is familiar with cakes and cookies and ice cream, but has never seen a pie. And it looks strange to them, so they don't want to try it. Uh, things like that. So that's kind of what I think about is, you know, I've got this certain level of awareness of what is water and what is central banking and all this stuff. And I can see all the problems. And you really can't appreciate Bitcoin until you see the problem. A lot of people think that Bitcoin maybe is looking for a problem to solve and they don't see the problem with dollars. And until you can see that problem and you realize at some point, wow, we're in a debt spiral and my dollars are programmed to go down forever and vice versa, Bitcoin is designed to go up forever. So once you understand history and you understand the patterns of history and the problems that civilizations have had before, Bitcoin becomes a lot more of an obvious solution to those people. And this is a person that has such a comfortable life that they're not going to see it easily. And that's fine. I need to just focus my efforts elsewhere and move on. But I am the type that dwells on things, tends to reflect on things. And this one really kind of just bugged me and stuck with me for a while, probably too long. After the fact, I did message him, sent him in a little apology. And he talked about how it's just like he doesn't want to learn about it. He doesn't care about it and stuff. And I can respect that. He had already laid that boundary down. But like I said, I thought someone else might get in there and be interested in what I had to say. But he said to me something that kind of burns me a little bit. He said to me, I think you miss something sometimes because you are so into it. It can come across really pushy in terms of your opinion on Bitcoin. And you keep going. You don't read the room well on it. You want everyone to care. But if they don't, you try to convince them that they should. Probably not a great approach. Find your audience and serve them. Don't try to convince someone that doesn't want to be convinced. And I pretty much rolled over and said, yeah, that makes sense to me. That's fine, whatever. But like any good argument or disagreement, after the fact, I thought of if I was feeling a little more spicy, maybe I'd say back to him in the same format. Uh, I think you miss something a lot of the times because you are so willfully ignorant about Bitcoin. It can come across as really stupid and naive. And you shut down the conversation because you lack intellectual curiosity and humility. You don't read or understand macroeconomics well. Everyone doesn't care about Bitcoin and they are worse off for it. Probably not a great approach. Have fun getting poor. So that's what I would say if I was toxic and maybe he'll listen to this one day and honestly hope he does a little bit. But we'll just have to see what does better over time. Bitcoin or his little business. And uh, hopefully it's Bitcoin. But we'll see. He's a good guy. He's a good friend. And I did see another post on Bitcoin Twitter. Uh, this was a really good post by BTC Salvation. 
He says, the way to orange pill your friends and family is easy. You must stop talking about Bitcoin. If you planted the seed already, they won't forget. Year after year, the same situation happens. When the price goes parabolic, you'll be hearing from them. The price movement is the biggest marketing campaign for normies. Eventually, they crawl back to you for more information. They will either love you or hate you for not listening sooner. Calling this the silent orange pill. And someone reposted this and said literally just be the Bitcoin guy. So everyone in your life knows they can come to you when they are ready. You can only offer the orange pill. You can't force it. But that's my takeaway. Be smart about how you are trying to spread Bitcoin if, if you are a true Bitcoiner. And if you are not, I do just challenge you to just get $50 worth and just see how it does in the next couple of years. I think you'll be happy that you did. You can always grab 5 or $10 of free Bitcoin from one of my referral links, which I always link in the show notes. Or you can go about it with different ways that I've talked about with the Fold Card or some of these apps like Lolly or even the Podcast Player Fountain, where I have earned a whopping $14 of Bitcoin from Boost and from listening to my favorite podcasts. So with that, remember that financial independence is doable, and I'll be back with you soon.